Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to my guy, Mikhail Bridges. Brooklyn Bridges. I mean, he's leading the way. He's an Iron Man. You heard me talk about him when we were talking about the Nets game. He's on a nice run right now as the Nets have won six out of their last seven games. He dropped 21 points tonight, four rebounds, three assists. He makes plays, he scores the basket. He scores the ball. He gets baskets. He plays defense. Mikael Bridges, your Casamigos. Big shot of the night. Honorable mention to Nick Claxton with 13 points and 15 boards. And I see you, Day-Day. Dayron Sharp with 15 points and 11 boards. Let's get back to the phones. The topic of conversation I know is Yamamoto and Otani. So we'll hit those. But I see y'all calling up to talk Jets and Giants. It's a football Friday. Indulge me. Indulge me. I can talk football. I got plenty of things in my notes to talk about with the Jets and the Giants, but I know this is a baseball town. The football is absolutely barbecued, fried, cooked. So they want to talk baseball. They want to dream. They want to project. They want to talk about the future that we don't know. Let's do it. That's fine. Mike is in a story of Mike. You're on the fan. Hey, Keith, what's going on? You know, um, hanging out. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Anytime. I could talk about whatever you want, but I figured you were talking about Yamamoto, and I feel like it's probably the biggest, uh, I guess, store. baseball's yeah. pretty big right now, obviously. Yeah, Yamamoto and o- Otani today. Yeah, we can talk about that. So I guess I'll start with my somewhat hot take. I think, and I, I might be dead wrong, but I think there's no chance that the Yankees get Yamamoto. Wait, you said you think there's no chance that the Yankees? I think there's no chance. Okay, yeah. explain further for the listening audience. So I'll say because, and I'll say it's because of the money. And I know your response will be Cashman wants to spend. But Powell wants paying, to spend, but yeah. Yeah, the Yankees want to spend. But Judge is making 40. Stanton's making 25 plus for the next four years. Cole's making 35 for the next five years. Rodon's making like 30 for the next five years. And then you figure you're going to pay how much to Soto? Probably 400 million at least to Soto, right? 
I mean, I can't, I can't start figuring the future. That's what I'm saying. Again, I'm living in today. I'm living in right now. I, I can't start crunching numbers so that, like so you know. That, on the on the converse, the Mets fans say that that Juan Soto will be in Queens. So that's that's not that that money's not on the books. If they get like this season, I'm focused on this season, which is months away from starting. If they sign Yamamoto. They're going to be able to afford him, and then they'll crunch the numbers and figure it out the rest of the way. There's no salary cap in, in baseball. Sure, there's a luxury tax, a Steve Cohen tax, but it seems like the Yankees are committed to getting back on top, and getting back on top requires them to go back to their old ways, and their old ways were spending. And Hal Steinbrenner was literally like quoted as saying, like, they're, they're, not, they're trying to spend. They, they know that they have to spend. They can't keep cutting corners with Cashman trying to have his little Cashman fines and his little diamonds in the rough and, you know, turning these players into something. Like, you have to go out and buy the best players, and they're prepared to spend. So my rebuttal to that would be you kind of did that last year. Like, you went out and you got Rodon. Like, the Yankees have spent money, not as much as they typically would spend. They're not, like, the number one team just because the Mets are. But they're still, I believe they were second in salary last year. Like, they're spending money. And I agree with you. You want to look now because Soto could leave. But if Yamamoto leaves, like, are you paying four people? Like, is that – I know you say money. It's no, there's no cap. If Yamamoto really leaves – if, if Juan Soto – like, I, all I'm saying is this, bro. They are not focusing on 2025. We have to get not. to 2024. They are trying to get Yamamoto in pinstripes. They will pay him the $250 million and figure it out later. Juan Soto will most likely test free agency because everybody will tell you he's a Scott Boris client. I try to tell everybody that Scott Boris works for him and that Juan Soto's dad is a Yankee fan and Juan Soto's already repping the Yankees uh, two days after you know the, the rumors are, are confirmed. But like I'm, I'm not. I'm just not looking down the road. As of today, Yamamoto is headed to Yankee Stadium to meet with the Yankees on Monday. And if they want to spend the money to get him, they're going to spend the money to get him, and they're going to crunch the numbers and figure it out. There's going to be money coming off the books. What if they find a way to get rid of John Carlos Stanton's contract? Yeah. All right. I, honestly, I think you make a good point, and you swayed me a little bit. But I just think it's more important. I guess I'm looking ahead, and from a, I'm a Mets fan, but from a Yankees fan perspective. I see where you're coming from. They have to win the championship pretty soon, and it seems like they have a decent window right now. Yeah. Obviously, Cole, Judge, Soto is arguably the best top three in baseball. So I, I, I don't hate it. My, I, I just think they'll probably do like a Montgomery slash Soto next year deal, and I still think that makes them the Yankees contender. Yeah, I think I think Montgomery and like a hundred million dollar deal plus Soto plus Verdugo. Like, I don't. Rodon I don't know. I don't think the Yankees are interested in a reunion with Jordan Montgomery. I think the Mets should be interested in, in Jordan Montgomery, especially if they miss out on Yamamoto. I just think that there's like some animosity there. Cashman clearly yeah, sent him away for a, a center fielder in a walking boot, and some of the comments from Jordan Montgomery talking about like, "Oh yeah, big lefties don't grow on trees." He felt like they just like threw him away. So he's gonna want to get a big payday off the Yankees, and I don't think the Yankees yeah. are going to want to pay a guy that they literally birthed into the league that much money. Fair. And then Snell's a free agent, but you got to probably have to no. pay him the bag, too. Snell will never like be a Yankee. We used to dog him when he would yeah. warm up in the bullpen from the left field bleachers. I would go over there just to, like, haze <laughs> him and, and heckle him. He actually responded to me on uh, Instagram about it during the lockout, and he was like, oh, yeah, see you when they 
uh, opened the gates for the game that year, and like that was his joke because we weren't allowed That's to go funny. into the stadium. I'm like, okay, yes. Yeah, so I met him. So I work, for, I work for WABC Radio over with like Sid Rosenberg, who used to work at the fan. Yeah. And I'm credentialed media, so I go in the. I met uh, Snell once, and I was like, "Can you do an interview with me?" And he's just like, "Nah, I'm not feeling it." No, he's but, whack, bro. Uh, he's he's super whack. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember, Yeah, I don't think he's a New York guy. I remember him talking about not getting, I don't even want to go down this route, but I remember him doing his like Twitch. He, he does a lot of Twitch stuff yep. and his gamer stuff. And he was talking about like during COVID not getting yep. vaccinated and all this other stuff. And it's like, bruh, like it, it, you're not going to need to get vaccinated. The way MLB operated, us media members needed to be vaccinated just to get into the stadium, just to go to yep. the clubhouse. But none of the players had to get the jab. But he was the, very outspoken yeah, about I, that I early. To get that. He was. And he was like, I don't want to risk my life, all that stuff. He was yeah, saying. I was like, all right, all right, Blake Snell. Thanks for the call, Mike. I'll say this again. We got to just be present. We got to live in today. One's on the clock. It won't be one's on the clock when you hear this because the radio is delayed. The app is delayed. Um, but we have to live in right now. Like, I think we've done so much projecting here in New York, right? Shohei Otani. Steve Cohen's going to be the highest bidder for him. No one's going to. Outbid King Cohen. Jacob DeGrom. He's going nowhere. He'll be a lifetime Met. Steve Cohen is here. He's not the Wilpons. He can pay him. Oh, Aaron Judge. When he becomes a free agent, King Cohen's going to persuade him to come to... We, like, we, we had these conversations on the fan. We had these exact conversations on the fan in the last couple years about what was going to happen in the future, and here we are in the future, and we just got to stop doing that. But I know we can't, right? You know, we we just come up with these theoretical things in our mind. Like, we we literally talk as if we're the ones spending the money or or we have some type of crystal ball. We we don't. Dan is on Long Island. Dan, you're on the fan. What's going on, Keith? Football Friday. Football Friday, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I, I got 20 minutes that I could talk about the Texans-Jets matchup, and I definitely want to talk Packers-Giants. Absolutely. I'm I'm honestly not talking about football right now. I got two things I want to talk about. One is all those haters on X or Twitter, what you want to talk about, and then our Brooklyn Nets on the nice little win streak. Who's hating on you? People are hating on you on, on Elon Musk machine? Not on, not on me, Keith, but on you. And... Me, personally, I'm a Marlins fan. My uncle's from South Beach, and he grew me up in the Florida Marlins Stadium. And to see you guys get Soto, I'm happy for you, you know? That's great. And I understand there's a rivalry with Yankees and Mets, but everyone coming and take shots at you, take shots at, you know, your character and stuff like that. Wasn't it the Mets fans who, when they got Steve Cohen, were yelling Uncle Steve to the heavens, yelling all this World Series talk, you're doing the same. You just got Soto. I mean, I know there's animosity there, but also taking shots at the character. Like, I don't really, I don't really vibe with that. You know? <laughs> they ain't doing no damage. They just hyping me up. You know? I love it. I swear, exactly. I love it. Like, it does nothing to me. Like, I, that's why I, I, I painted the picture of me in my apartment, like watching TV, chilling with my cat and my son, while people are like, "Get this idiot off the radio!" <laughs> like these these people are tattletaling on Spike with me. Like they they're tagging Spike in their tweets. I had a meeting with Spike today. Like I have every Friday, and it's just funny. It's like people are like trying to get me fired. People are talking about, "Oh, this guy's ratings are plummeting." I'm like, "Post the ratings." It's funny, right? Because the radio the, the radio is free. The radio you don't you can you don't even have to click unsubscribe. You could just turn it off. Um, I got people that 
they 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 look out for me on Facebook, on Reddit, and the WFAN Facebooks and, and Reddit pages have Keith McPherson all over it. So, like, imagine you're someone that never heard of me, but you go on Reddit, you go on Facebook, you go on Twitter, and all of these fans are talking about this one guy. And I bet you're tuning in now. I bet you're looking at my page now. Exactly. I bet you're following now. So I don't mind it at all. It is it is all wrestling, right? I had somebody tell me that years ago. This stuff is all wrestling. You know, when the big bad guy comes out on WWE, the fans boo, boo, whatever. But he's got everybody's attention. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're just fueling the machine. And with the Brooklyn Nets, so this Nets team does remind me of our Nets team with the D'Angelo Russell and the bench. You know, the vibes in Brooklyn, like, are back. Yeah. But you know Marks has something up his sleeve. And this team is a good team. It's not a championship team. So my question to you is, what do you think or what would you like to see be the next move to maybe – because I feel like Marks wants to keep Mikhail in Brooklyn. I feel like he's a perfect fit. He loves the city. He loves And the he's fans. under control for a couple more years, yeah. For, for a while. He's on a team-friendly contract. So what do you think would be a possible move or what the Nets could do to put them in more of a position down the line, maybe in a year, two years, to be a, be a title contender? Get rid of Ben Simmons. Just, just whatever you can do to shed Ben Simmons' contract – his designer outfits on the bench, just his name from the headlines, start there. The difference between this Nets team and where we were with the D'Angelo Russell, Theo Pinson bench mob, them got, you know, those guys dancing, uh, doing 6'9's dance uh, on the court, they didn't have anything back then. They didn't have draft picks. They didn't have even this much talent, and they didn't have this much potential to go to work. Sean Marks is lurking, and he built the Nets up from – the whole uh, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Boston trade where people left us for dead, you know, with Kenny Atkinson and those guys, he's going to strike again, and there will be uh, either a point guard. I think they want, like, they were, in, they were in the running for Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard got down to, once Miami was out, they said it was between Milwaukee and Brooklyn for Dame Lillard. Another one of those guys will come up. Um, send Tyrese Halliburton over here. Get him out of Indiana. <laughs> I would love Tyrese. He's He's an absolute bowler. I mean, 15 assists and no no turnovers or something like that multiple times. I mean, he's the future point guard of the league. I love his game. He's, he's really bowling right now. I, I hope they knock off LeBron. I hope they beat the Lakers tomorrow night. That's going to be the whole story, the, you know, the NBA Cup, the in-season tournament. But, damn, appreciate you, bro. Thanks for having my back. Yeah, um, I don't know. You know what it was? <laughs> like, last night. And I, I just I just know how to play the game, man. I've been doing this. This is my third year on WFAN. Um, I try to give you guys background into like what I did before I got to WFAN. Like it's no coincidence that like I like I'm on the internet that much. Like not all of our hosts are on the internet. Like Tiki Barber's not on the internet at all. He doesn't have to be. He's a Hall of Fame running back. I'm I'm not a Hall of Fame running back. Like I got to WFAN because I was making noise on Twitter, on Instagram. I was doing the YouTube podcast stuff. I was at Yankee Stadium posting videos that would get picked up and retweeted. I was doing that at Barclays Center and whatnot. So, like, this stuff is all fun to me. It's not serious to me. Some people do cross the line, but I just know that, like, they're anonymous losers. I'm online with my first name, last name, my face. It is actually me talking to you. And that's something that I said today. People are so used to, I guess, like, radio hosts or celebrities not responding. I I don't look at myself like a celebrity. I'm I'm definitely getting some notoriety. I'm definitely getting <laughs> I'm definitely getting some uh 
some notice, but I don't look at myself like a celebrity. I don't look at myself like I'm too big to respond to someone, good and bad. But there's definitely some people messing it up for the, the good people, the solid people out there. This is all I'll say to a Mets fan that's listening right now. It's like, I hate this guy. I can't stand this guy. I think, like, my my girl was like, I think on Reddit someone said that they rather jab uh, screwdrivers into their ears than listen to your radio show. And I said, it's not because I'm a bad host. It's not because I have an annoying voice. It's not because I don't have knowledge of all four sports and everything that we talk about. It's because of the message. If you want to shoot the messenger, I understand. If you want to point the finger and say I'm the bad guy, I understand. But the truth hurts. The truth hurts right now. The Met fan is waiting for the Mets to strike. And it seems like the only hope, the last hope, is Yamamoto for this offseason. And while you watch the philosophy change under David Stearns, your new president of baseball operations, all these alerts are these minor league deals, these one-year deals, these like veteran guys, these guys that don't get you excited about the season. But meanwhile, your brother, your neighbor, your cousin, your coworker, your nighttime radio host is a Yankee fan who was just as miserable as you during the season, just as miserable after missing the postseason, dragged the team. And that's another thing, too. People are acting like I don't hate on the Yankees. I'm a Yankee fan, and I don't think anybody hated on the Yankees louder than me this year. The Yankees even checked me about it. Like, I was in the Yankee office talking. I'm like, it's out of love. It's a love-hate thing. Like, I wish you guys were better. But um, I'm the messenger. And I don't think that there's one host on WFAN that will send the message more brunt and direct than me. And that's fine. I've found that lane, right? And I don't don't mind that. When When the Luis Severino news broke, I just happened to be the guy first on the mic. When the Juan Soto news broke, I just happened to be the guy first on the mic. I could come in here with an approach and play it down the middle and report the news, but that's not my style. That's not who I am. That's not what got me here. And I understand if the message comes through abrasive, right? Like last night I was on late. And I know I can talk a little differently when we're on late versus like 8 o'clock, 9 or whatever. But the one that got the most traction today and was trending, there was a quote. Me last night saying money isn't everything. Nobody wants to put on that bum-ass Mets jersey. Now, why would I say something like that? That's in response to all the Mets fans saying, he's a rental, enjoy him for one year. He's coming to Queens, rent in the Bronx, own in Queens. Like that is a response to what you said. Don't kill the messenger when you see Juan Soto the day after change his Instagram and have Yankee pinstripes and his last name, S-O-T-O in pinstripes, his whole Instagram story, Yankee stuff. Don't be mad at me because that's reality that his dad showed up to Yankee Stadium in 2018 in full Yankee gear. That's the truth. The truth hurts. He's not a Met. He might not be a Met. The Dodgers have money. The Padres had money. They got They traded for him, right? There are other teams out there. But what I'm saying, ultimately, it just hurts because... You you don't have you can't you can't talk to Steve Cohen you can't talk to David Stearns and those guys paraded around as Mets fans and the moves that they're making are embarrassing Mets fans. They have this Yamamoto deal to get done, and if this deal does not get done, this city is going to be flipped upside down. The Yankee fans are going to be standing on business, and all the Mets fans that paraded around about Carlos Correa that paraded around about what was going to happen with Otani and DeGrom, and you better worry about Pete Alonso. 
You better worry about Pete Alonzo being a Met and staying a Met as you're talking about Scott Boris. Oh, you know Scott Boris is going to test free eight. You better worry about Scott Boris, who your boy Pete just went and got with. Because Juan Soto's daddy is a Yankee fan. And if his daddy says, yeah, I like legends. Son, I like coming to Yankee Stadium. They rolled out the red carpet for me. I like watching games in legends and not the Clover Club or whatever it is at City Field. Don't be mad at me. The message is piercing. It's abrasive. It hurts. Juan Soto is in a video that Derek Jeter retweeted of him in New York City at the MLB store that's right underneath the MLB headquarters. I think it's uh, 1217 Avenue of the Americas or something. I've been over there. And in the video, he picks up a Mets jersey, looks at it, puts it back on the shelf, puts it right back on the hook. And then he says, I'm getting a number two Jeter jersey. Derek Jeter, can you sign it for me? Come on, bro. Don't be mad at me. I just, I'm just i just relaying the message. I'm just telling you the truth. I just happen to be a Yankee fan, so you hate to hear it from me. But I don't think there's another Yankee fan on the fan that's going to deliver the message. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That way. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Yeah. Turn my headphones up. Just kidding, Paulie. I control that. Keith McPherson on the fan. <laughs> Let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. California. That's where Otani is right now. They thought he was going to Toronto. So a couple things I want to hit as we get back to the phones at 877-337-6666. And I'm going to mix in some football because it's a football Friday. And there's less than 30 minutes left on this football Friday. But the football is cooked in this city, bro. The football is over here. Like, what? How many wins total do we have between the Jets and the Giants? Less than 10? Good grief. <laughs> um. But somebody in the chat on TikTok said to me, do you think that the Yankees will still go after Cody Bellinger? No, they're absolutely out on Cody Bellinger. He's going to cost too much. Not even to play first base. The outfield is set. 
Someone else in the chat said, what do you think about Judge playing center field? I don't love it. And I don't love it because I want to keep him healthy. I don't love it because he's coming off a toe injury that completely destroyed this last season. But Cashman just spoke, and he said that injury is behind him. Judge is a baller. He's going to play. Judge wants to play center field. He wants that challenge. It's a lot of running, but he's not going to have to do it the whole season. Jason Dominguez exists. Embrace the Martian. Embrace the Martian. Give it time. I feel like that kid is a freak. We're expecting him to return in July, but he could get back in June. And, man, I can't wait to see Delomio Personal, Juan Soto with Jason Dominguez. That's going to be super cool. Juan Soto not being the young guy anymore. Juan Soto bringing up a young guy from the Dominican Republic saying, let me show you the way. Jason Dominguez can learn a lot from Juan Soto. Al's in Maywood. Al, you're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How's it going? Great. Happy to be here. How are you? I know, and I'm happy to be listening to you. I mean, listen, to get to touch base on the last call that you had, you know, one person said, if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping, right? Rob Sala, yeah, Rob Sala. I mean, I, <laughs> the receipts for that one with him are not really looking like my <laughs> <No>. receipts. <laughs> No, of course not. But hey, listen, it, it's all good, you know. And I, it's amazing to think, right? You got, you know, after this Soto deal uh, to the Yankees, and you know, it's amazing that Yankee callers would go online or call in, and some are like, you know, they're not happy or they're it's it's just not good enough. And I'm saying, oh, that's standard. As a, life, as a lifetime White Sox fan, I've had many miserable years. <laughs> yeah, you got I Eric Fetty. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you something, though. With this Soto, right, pairing Soto with Judge, I was thinking, like, the comparison. I remember when Bell came to the White Sox and paired with Thomas. And it was only for two years, but the numbers those two put up were ridiculous. And It's, it's, um, the, best, it's the best one-two punch in baseball. You can't tell me, like, I guess Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. Uh, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, uh, Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson. When you have to see... Juan Soto and Aaron Judge in the first inning of every game, that's hell for any opposing pitcher. Absolutely. And people realize, you know what, though? I, and You get to appreciate a guy like Aaron Judge more and more every year. You know, I forget about all oh, the guys always hurt. When this guy plays, it's amazing. The, statistically, the numbers are ridiculous. And all I could say is I'm not even a Yankee fan, but I'm excited to see For baseball. what's going to go on. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. It gets people involved. It gets people in tune. You know, it's like, oh, my God, I can witness something amazing here. To your point, right, Judge, how much time did he miss last year? And look at his numbers overall at the end of the season. They were yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah, he was still I on mean, his way to leading the AL in home runs. <laughs> like, the exactly. guy is a video game. <laughs> That's exactly it. And like I said, you know, with Soto, 25 years old, people, the guy's a kid. He's just reaching into his prime. I mean, you know, for the detractors that say, well, you know, I didn't really have a great season last year. Well, what do you mean he didn't have a great season? So he didn't have a monster season last year? Who cares? It's like, just be happy. Enjoy the moment. Christmas came a little early. And I will leave on that note. I mean, you know, Keith, it's, I appreciate every time you come on and you're always talking about the dad duties and so forth. And, you know, listen, cherish every moment as that kid grows up. And it is amazing. You get to see the first steps, hear the first words. 
taking yes, sir. first games. Yeah. I mean, it is an amazing thing. I, I kept him out of Yankee Stadium for this curse season. He might be there opening day, though. That's the one team I'm passing down to Jackson. He's already got hella Yankee stuff in his room, Yankee hats, Yankee bears. Uh, my, shout out to my guy, Mark, sent us a bunch of the, like, Yankee beanie babies and bears, and people have bought him Yankee stuff just off of me. So, yeah, another I mean, little that, Yankee fan. And that is great. And, you know, I'll end this. I mean, you know, I've called you from time to time again, right? I always talk about the Dolphins. Are they frauds? Are they not? And the last time I talked to you, remember, they were just coming off that loss to Kansas City. And, okay, you know what? I hear a lot of people, you know, they rebound. They go out and beat the Jets. Big deal. Then they go out and beat the Commanders. Big deal. But you know what, though? I'm super excited as a Dolphins fan because the last five games, four of them are home. They got coming up Tennessee, the Jets, Dallas, which will be a true test. That's the fraud ball. They go to the Bolt. They go to Baltimore. And then they come home to end the season with Buffalo. So, I'm, listen, at least one of my teams I can be excited for. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I can't ask for everything, but there's a little glimmer of hope. And, Keith, seriously, have a great night. You are the man. Thank you, Al. Great call. 877-337-6666 if you disagree with me being the man. I know somebody out there is like, hell no. <laughs> ah. Yo, can we talk football for a minute? So, I mean, the conversation died down later this week um, around the Tommy DeVito and uh, Tyrod Taylor thing, but I said earlier in this week they made the right decision. The conversation kicked up yesterday and today about Wink Martindale, and they asked him if he plans on coming back. Of course he's not going to say no, but I just think that, like, why? I think that there's a chance that Dable moves on from all of his coordinators, depending on how the season ends. They have uh, an excuse to. And this decision to start Tommy DeVito makes sense because if he struggles and you don't want to look like you're tanking, which they're not tanking, they're not tanking. The NFL players don't tank, Keith. Yeah, no, duh. Football players can't go out there and try and lose. I played. If you go out there thinking you're going to lose or trying to lose, or like Zach Wilson, if you go out there reluctant to play, thinking you might be risking injury, look out. Here comes the rain and a rainstorm. Here comes Will Anderson and D'Amico Ryan's defense. Zach, duck for cover. Um you're going out there with Tommy DeVito, and if he struggles or he gets knocked out of the game, Tyrod Taylor is ready to go, and you could keep the game competitive. But I just I don't think they have any shot to beat the Packers on Monday Night Football. The Packers are rolling. They're well-rested, and they finally hit their stride. And they know Aaron Rodgers' scent is around that stadium. They know MetLife Stadium, Giant Stadium. Aaron Rodgers called it JetLife Stadium. They're going to be able to put on a show Monday night. Davidson Summit. What's up, David? You're on the fan. Hey, I'm actually driving down to your neighborhood on my way to Seabright. There's lots of traffic on the parkway. You wouldn't believe it. But um, I got to give the Jets and the Giants um, credit for something that we're not really talked about this year. Um, their marketing departments must be remarkable. You know, somehow they've gotten away, gotten away with two miserable seasons, and we're talking about DeVito and, and who's going to start and we're talking about Zach Wilson coming back. Our quarterback rooms, the two quarterback rooms, the Jets and the Giants, <laughs> they're the two quarterback rooms in the league. I mean, think about it. We had Phil Simms. We had Eli Manning. I mean, obviously, the Jets haven't had a quarterback since Joe Namath, so that's a different conversation. But somehow, 
the Jets and the Giants have gotten the people to go off off pace, so to speak, and talk, make this almost interesting that, oh, Wilson's coming back. Oh, Wilson doesn't want to play. Or Tommy DeVito's here. Let's get some chicken cutlets. It's amazing because neither team, and I'm including whether Aaron Rodgers comes back and Daniel Jones. Aaron Rodgers was miserable his last year in Green Bay. He didn't do anything. Correct. Daniel Jones in his fifth year, Daniel Jones had one year where he threw 15 touchdowns. That's it. So even with our guys maybe coming back, we still have the two worst quarterback rooms in the NFL. And I applaud the marketing department of the Jets and the Giants for shifting the attention and actually somehow making this pile of poop, pardon my French, interesting. <laughs> Great call, David. I'll take it from here. It's the impact of social media. You know, as we're talking about X and Twitter and people hating on me on social media, I'm like, you guys keep hating on me? Cool. Because I just keep looking at my followers going up. I keep looking at people messaging me. And what I love is that, like, I have people I admire in the industry, whether it's someone like Cameron Mabin or Michael Kay or who knows. I could list a long list of names. These people that reach out to me and, like, they're <laughs> like, keep doing your thing, bro. Keep doing your thing. Like, don't trip. And I'm like, I'm not. But it's the power of social media. Because you can go on social media and put the pinching hands emoji, Tommy Cutlets. You can play all into that. You can have the Sopranos song. You can talk about Cedar Grove. You can show all of these people that lined up to have Tommy sign their shoes, Tommy Cutlets shirts. And you can play into that, which literally has nothing to do with the terrible season. You know, getting waxed by the Dallas Cowboys twice. Uh, only being able to beat the Commanders and the Patriots here down the stretch. And literally on your way to having a top five pick in the draft, even with the Jets, the Jets can have Aaron Rodgers get on the phone and pretend to like, you know, be a a season ticket sales rep for the Jets and try and tell people, hey, you got to come out. Oh, you're one and oh at the stadium. Uh, How about some free tickets? I don't know if I'm uh, licensed to do that. And people still eat it up. What happened to Aaron Rodgers coming back? What happened to him ramping up? What happened to him? Like, come on. I guess that's out of the window now after you give Tim Boyle two starts and cut him. They do have two of the worst quarterback rooms in the league, and this will lead us into the break, and I'll come back with my takes about the parallels between the Texans and the Jets. You know who's in the Texans quarterback room with a rookie quarterback starting and a rookie head coach? The Texans obviously have the number two overall pick in C.J. Stroud, who people are talking about as MVP, clear-cut offensive rookie of the year. But then they also have Davis Mills, who was drafted way, way after Zach Wilson, but in the same draft, has played better than Zach Wilson in the little bit of time that he saw before they got C.J. Stroud, actually competed with C.J. Stroud in the preseason for the job. And then third string, Case Keenum. Case Keenum is the Texans' third-string quarterback. Remember him getting to the NFC Championship, the Minnesota Miracle? Case Keenum is a veteran. He would start right now for the Jets or the Giants. When we come back, I will continue on that uh, Texans' quarterback room and the parallels between D'Amico Ryans being the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco Giants as well as Rob Sala. Rob Sala said it's like the Spider-Man meme. No, it's not. 
No, it's not. Your defense has to face C.J. Stroud. His defense has to face Zach Wilson. Keith McPherson on the fan. It's a football Friday. We'll hit you with some football stuff right after this. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish, and mom's act like they forgot about Dre. KM to AM on the fan, live on TikTok. You know, it's Friday night. I'm trying to entertain somebody, make somebody laugh, educate somebody, you know. Taking calls at 877-337-6666, the fan in New York. Now, it's a football Friday, and we've only got maybe five minutes here before we go to the next break. So I'm going to hit you with my parallels between the New York Jets and the Houston Texans. Man, there's so many little things. You know, the Houston Texans, they've survived a lot of negativity. As we look at the Jets and we say they're a circus, they're inept. We look at the Jets and we say what can happen next? I mean, they had the masseuse madman in their building literally using the Houston Texans to get massages and then do what he did, which I don't even like talking about on air. Uh, you, If you heard me talk about Deshaun Watson, I don't take pleasure in anyone getting hurt, but the karma, karma is kicking his ass like Bruce Lee and the Browns, not even the Texans. They survived that whole scandal. They got out of that. Remember when Bob McNair... And Cal McNair, the owners of the Texans, I think Bob McNair might have passed. God rest the dead, if so. Bob McNair, yeah, he passed in 2018. But before he passed, he is the one that had the quote about the inmates running the asylum. And um, there were some other things that they said. Uh, there was some other sketchy things that they said. I think they said something like, I don't even really want to speak on it because I don't want to go down that route. But um, Bob McNair and Cal McNair were both called racist. You can you can type in Texans owner and racist is one of the first things that come up in the Google search. Um, not just against blacks, but the inmates in the asylum, and then even the fact that like they said something along the lines like I don't even I don't want to speak on it because I don't want people you know taking the show that direction. But you know there was even a quote um, during the COVID year from Cal McNair where he said, I'm sorry we couldn't get together last year because of the China virus. That's terrible. That made news. They just had a lot of other things. There was there was something worse that they said about, about you know, black folks too, but they survived all of that, right? So people were calling Bob McNair racist and his son racist. And then they go on to hire three black coaches. And, I mean, I, I remember when Josh McCown was rumored there's a parallel between the Jets. Josh McCown was rumored to be their head coach. And he had no head coaching experience. Josh McCown was going to be a head coach for the Texans, and they said, no, 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 no. We can't do that. People started calling him out, obviously talking about the Rooney rule. So they went with David Cully for a year, and then they elevated Lovey Smith for a year. But then they brought in D'Amico Ryans. It has never been done in the NFL. Three straight hires. It's not actually even three. It's four because they had Romeo Crennel. So they've hired four black men to be the head coach 
of the Houston Texans down there in Houston in that market makes a lot of sense. It helps. The last four head coaches of the Jets, there's a black guy in there, and this isn't a race thing, but like the Jets, I'm listening to Evan Roberts talk about bringing in Mike Tomlin and the Jets not being able to find a head coach, and they just keep messing up and striking out with these guys, Rob Sala, Adam Gase. And boy, you need to have the guy at the top for it to all get figured out. Teams imitate the direction of the leader. So the 49ers have had success under Shanahan. Mike McDaniels is with the Dolphins. They're doing great. Rob Sala, the Jets pull him out of there. And then the Texans pull D'Amico Ryans out of here. D'Amico Ryans followed up Rob Sala as the defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. I think before the, the break, I said Giants. Somebody in the chat said, you said Giants. I'm like, I'm sports brain, bro. I, I think about all of these things. Sometimes I say the Giants and not the Niners, but you know what I mean. Going into this game, this is the lowest ticketed game. You can get into this Jets game this weekend, I think, for like $13, $14. The Texans versus the Jets in late December. And when you look at the players on the team, I already gave you the quarterback room, but I, I drew the parallel between Zach Wilson be the num- being the number two overall quarterback in that draft. David Davis Mills. Davis Mills, nobody saw him coming, but he ended up being the starting quarterback for a little while. He was the number 67 overall pick. They hit on C.J. Stroud, and I mean, C.J. Stroud could have been in Carolina. The NFL, little things like that can change your fate. So we've already drawn parallels with the head coaches, with Josh McCown, former Jets quarterback, with the draft picks, C.J. Stroud being number two overall, Zach Wilson being number two overall. I talked about the quarterback room with Case Keenum as their third quarterback. He's better than all the Jets quarterbacks we've seen after the you know fourth play of the season. But even with the skill position players, we just saw Ohio State, Michigan not long ago. The Jets draft Garrett Wilson, who played with C.J. Stroud in Ohio State. The year before, the Texans draft Nico Collins out of Michigan. He's balling with them. Remember in the draft when the Texans took Derek Stingley Jr., the first corner off the board? And then the Jets took Sauce Gardner. Who do you think is better? I think Sauce is better, but they play in different defenses, different schemes, but they play in the same scheme because didn't Rob Sala come out and say D'Amico Ryans and him, they run the same thing? No, a little different for what Stingley does. But yeah, George Fant, former Jets tackle, is a starting right tackle for the Texans. And their organization was able to turn things around and survive disaster and scandal and drama and all this stuff that fast by making the right head coach hire and right quarterback hire. And the Jets haven't been able to do that. 877-337-6666. Let's break here. When we come back, I'll say good morning. It'll be Saturday. Football Friday will be over. But let's take some of your football calls. Of course, if you're on hold and you want to talk free agency, Juan Soto, Otani, uh, Yamamoto, we can absolutely do that. Keep McPherson on the fan right back after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.